Okay. One of the cardinal principles in Chassidus is that the details are important. As they say in America, the devil, the devil is in the details. When you meditate upon something and you don't think about the details, it doesn't become action, actionable, doesn't become relevant. In order to uh, think about anything in a way that's going to be meaningful, you have to go into detail. And the same is also regarding our effort to refine our character in Sir Seymour. We don't just say refine our character. We say chesed, gvura, chesed, sheba chesed, gvura, sheba chesed. We go in detail. And the um, mitzvah of counting the Omer has details. You have to count every day of the Omer. So today, uh, we're going to continue our discussion yesterday where we took apart the, the offering of the Omer itself and uh, we learned what that means spiritually. Today we're going to go in the midst of counting the Omer itself. Why is there a midst of the count of days and a midst of the count of weeks? What are, what are those two things about? So just to recap briefly, the mitzvah of offering the Omer itself. We learned yesterday that the Omer was barley food. And barley food represents elevating the animal soul. But in barley food itself, Dr. Bressman said that the barley that's used in the Omer is processed. Processed is not what animals eat. That means it's the... It's unprocessed. It's unprocessed? It's just barley. That's it. They just give them the barley. The animals just get unprocessed. We, but, yes, but, but we the get Omer, processed food. We get processed. And also the Omer, the Omer itself was processed somewhat. And therefore it represents the human part of the animal food. Right. What that means in ourselves is the intellect. That in order to be able to affect any change in our character, the first thing is it has changed the climate of our brain. If we're, if we're just in the same climate in our mind, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, if it's raining and stormy and cloudy in your brain, how are you going to go and try to change what you feel? The first thing is you have to um, change the whole climate in your mind. That's the, the offering of the Omer. The first step is to offer the Omer sacrifice, which is barley food. However... The human part of it, meaning the intellectual part of the animal soul. The animal soul has two parts, the way it feels and the way it thinks. The way it thinks is also animalistic. It's also thinking about how to get stuff. It's also thinking about why is this good for me or why isn't this good for me. So number one, we're trying to change the way the animal soul thinks. Remember in Basilagani, we learned about how um, the, just the fact that the animal soul is able to understand that you could understand something about Hashem, that Hashem is also something that could be understood. That, that, that's a game changer for the animal soul, that the Abishur could be understood. We want to continue on that, on that uh, uh, success and uh, then explain to the animal soul in detail why Hashem is good and why Hashem is life, why Hashem is good for him. And when the animal soul appreciates that the Abishur is good for him, the animal soul no longer resists. On the contrary, he runs, and he runs faster than the godly soul, and he encourages the godly soul to also go after him and, and to also serve Hashem in a higher way than the godly soul did before. So the step one of this is changing the climate of the animal soul and changing what the animal th- soul thinks. And then Basilagani, it says something about just knowing that Hashem could be understood, that itself makes the animal soul like, it makes a big impression on the animal soul. I'm thinking about a, a friend of mine who was talking with... Uh, friends of his which aren't uh, yet at all from, and just him speaking in a clear voice about what he believes in and how that made an effect on them, that, yeah, that, that, there, is, that there is something about um, Yiddishkeit that is meaningful. That there is, we could have a conversation. There is something there to talk about. 
as opposed to before, you know, everyone just, just has their xenophobia or other phobias or other preconceived uh, opinions about what Judaism is or isn't. So, so, so too with our animal soul. Our animal soul thinks... Gaius uh, uh, isn't relevant to the animal soul. The animal soul doesn't even think it's relevant. So offering the Omer sacrifice, changing the climb of the, animals, of the animal soul's uh, orbit and what's going on inside it and around it, that's step one. Now we learn about step two, counting the days and counting the weeks. What are those two things about? What if they count both the days and the weeks? Let's go. After offering the Omer sacrifice, which represents elevating the mind of the animal soul, then there is a way of rectifying the character of the animal soul by counting the Omer. To count the days and count the weeks. What this means is, Offering the Omer sacrifice, changing the way the animal soul thinks, that happens in only one day, on the fifteenth, uh, on the sixteenth rather of Nisan. That's when the animal, this sacrifice is brought. That's when the services of, of as we learned yesterday, what that means at length to unplug the uh, animal soul's uh, uh, mind. The I need of the animal soul, so that 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 is changed on the sixteenth of Nisan. On the sixteenth of Nisan, the uh, sacrifice is brought, and it's meant to spiritually impact the animal soul to uh, not have an I need environment in its head, not in a thinking process. The animal soul should should open up. That just that that, that happens in one day. But that's not sufficient. That change in your mind and that you think that Elkus, the Galenus, could be <coughs> is, is relevant, that doesn't actually um, change your... Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. doesn't change the details of your character. You have to now go into details. I said before, the, the details are what makes a difference. You can't have character change unless you're focusing on something, that cha- something specific you want to change. To, to elevate every single characteristic individually. And furthermore, not only is it not sufficient just to change the mind of the animal soul, and you have to work on the character, but in the character itself, you have to work in every single detail of every one of the seven general character traits. That means, if you just just change the way you think, or just change things in a general way, that's too abstract, it's too makif, it's too transcendent. It doesn't actually change what you do. The main thing is to go slowly. To go with your own power, with your own strength, and to think internally, you know, why am I reacting this way? What's going on inside of me? That's focusing in detail the way each of these seven general character traits have seven, the seven others in them. <coughs> we want to achieve is, as the Torah says, in all your ways you should know Hashem. That all the things you're thinking and, and saying and doing 
should be right, should be correct. We should decide the right thing. So that requires a lot more effort. You, you have to start asking the question, why am I saying that? Why am I doing that? What's going on inside of me? And, 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 and talking to your inner child and say, what is my inner child? My animal soul is the inner child. You, the adult, have to say to the inner child, you, you feel that way. Why do you feel that way? What's going on inside of you? Is it true the way you... you know, it, it, there's a conversation. A friend of mine uh, is a rabbi somewhere, and um, it was a Friday night, and uh, someone in the... Uh, it, was a, it was a dinner for college students. And one of the college students said something, made a remark, and my friend, he uh, insulted him in front of everybody. Everyone laughed. It was very funny. And then his wife came over to him afterwards and said, why did you... Um, why do you need to uh, say that to that guy? And uh, he's like, needed to say it? No, it was just a funny... You, 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 didn't, you didn't need to say that. Well, like, what's going on inside of you that you need to say that? I don't know if she asked him, so, the, so, so what's going on inside of you? But he asked... He, that question made him ask that question. And uh, Baruch Hashem, he, he really worked on himself and he, uh, he discovered that there was... a. He found the chametz. He found the chametz. And Baruch Hashem, he, um, he he became the way he was meant to be. Baruch Hashem, in a major way. So so the um, the idea of your thinking and speaking and acting in the right way it requires you to 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 look a little deeper and to ask questions, to ask questions and to ask questions in detail. It doesn't mean that um, just just are tzaddik and you feel the right thing every time. But you know where your animal soul is going, and you know how to respond to it. You know where your animal soul is going. You know how to how to how to, how to uh, re, uh, redirect it, and to. Uh, well, let's, let's let's continue that example for a second. Why is he doing that? Why is he why is he attacking the, 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 this this poor college kid in front of everybody else? He's doing it because he feels like a loser. Because he feels like a loser, so he wants to feel like a winner. How does he feel like a winner? He pushes the other guy down. So he doesn't need to do it that way. Displacement of anxiety. Displacement of anxiety is a basis of humor. Yeah. Displacement of your own anxiety. Beautiful. Somebody else. Wow. Still a for that one. When you say it in nice medical medical terms, like if I bring about it, make us feel so irrelevant. I mean, I don't mean irrelevant. I mean like so unintrusive. Right. Unintrusive. How fast do you go? Huh? Like Really? Yeah. How so? Because when it's, the sun is 93 million miles around ah. orbit, okay, divide by 365. Ruined this later. That's a real for rain. Okay. <laughs> That's an activity. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um. Right, but then the Amok says it moves the other way, so. No, he said we're moving, he said. Oh, no, well, we're not moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, but I'm not, I don't have the relativity to how fast the sun is moving. I can't stand that far back. All right. So, so, um, yeah. So, get, getting back to uh, this, 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 this story. Just think, let's, let's, look, let's unpack this for a second, in an uh, unintrusive and uh, way, that, exploring the displacement of anxiety of this poor, uh, of this this gentleman who needed to upgrade his uh, character. So, what was going on? He was feeling, I am a loser, and that's the animal soul feels. So, the, the other famous story of the Rebbe Rashab with his brother Zalman Arden. Was it Rizal Maybe I think it was the Rebbe Rashab's brother. 
I'm trying to remember who it was. There was two tzaddikim in the Rebbeim of Chabad, and one of them was shorter than the other. The, ah, the older brother, Abzalman he was shorter than Ebrasha. And, uh, and when the younger brother, in general, there's, there's just, I'm not saying by their Rebbeim, but there's a stigma that older brothers have, because uh, the old, old younger brothers are cuter than older brothers. Younger brothers, are, 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 if they have a talent, it's, it's, it's noticed because he's cuter. So whatever he does is just magnified. And the older brother, whatever he does is just minimized because he's the older brother. He should be better. Anyways, so what he, do, what he does one day is that he, he tells his brother to go into a pit. And he stands on top of him and says, now, who's taller now? You see, I'm taller. So his father, Amarash, saw this. Amarash said that the way you don't have to put the other person down to make yourself up, you, have to, you can lift yourself up instead. So uh, in a similar way, yeah, your animal soul feels like a loser, but you don't have to feel like it's not, it's not, you aren't a loser. To answer that, are you a loser? You have to, you have to realize you're, to love yourself, to love your nisham, love what you really have, love your, your, love your goodness. And that love is not a selfish, egotistical thing. It could be. There is an lo- egotistical love where you don't where you feel other people's needs. Oh. Right, you can't love your fellow like yourself until you love yourself. Um, in fact, Devanezra says... Uh, the end of that pasuk is I am Hashem. Right. What makes you love another person when you say about yourself I am Hashem? When you look at the go- the godliness in yourself, look at the the the, the 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 goodness in yourself, and you love your own goodness, and you're okay with your wow. that way Hashem made you, and you're okay with the, the challenges Hashem gave you, and the kind of circumstances that you have, and you're able to embrace that, and you're able to s- bring it. Wow. yeah, I'm tomorrow I'm going to bring about this. Wow. So uh, so so then so then you're able to. Uh, uh, look, look at the other person. So that's that's uh, just a, just 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 a, that's a conversation. And and when you're in the moment of that, when the humorous remark comes up in your head, you're not you're not going to be able to stop. You're not going to notice that there's something there's an issue unless you had the conversation with yourself. That's the idea of working in detail. You're asking yourself afterwards, what happened to me? What's going on? What do I respond to myself when I feel that that need to push out, put other people down? What's going on? I, it's it's it, it, there's a, you have to have a conversation with your. There was a chassid. I remember his name. Rabbi Tolias Tulzangazundi told me this. That there was a chassid who used to say, when you daven, you you need to fix something in your character trait. Every part of the davening has to somehow somehow direct itself to that character trait. From the the entire davening has to somehow be about about conversation about that thing in yourself that you need to fix. The davening is about that. Not just, not just you're asking Hashem to help you, but that your 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 davening is contributing to your uh, to what your what your adult needs to tell your child to uh, why and why it needs why it needs to feel okay without without um, doing stuff which which is um, least much to be desired. Okay, so that's the idea of this the the uh, the counting the days of the Omer. Counting the days of the Omer means think in detail. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're think, look, using Simon Jacobson's uh, book. What it means is you're thinking about yourself in detail. And that's why the mitzvah of counting the Yomer is not just to count the weeks. That means spiritually. Just to elevate your character traits in a more general way. Rather, the main thing is to count the days. And Bira means to focus on the details of what's going on. Every single facet of your character traits. And this will help us understand the opinion of Rabbeinu Yeruchim. There's an argument about the mitzvah of counting the Omer. What exactly is the mitzvah? Is it a rabbinic mitzvah? Is it a biblical mitzvah? 
So generally, there are two opinions. Maimonides holds that it's a biblical mitzvah. Other codifiers say it's no longer a biblical mitzvah until Mashiach comes. Rabbi Yerucham has a very interesting opinion. He straddles the both opinions. What does he say? He says, nowadays, <coughs> there's a difference between counting the days and counting the weeks. There is an opinion which says counting the Omer today is biblical. It's a biblical obligation. It's a mitzvah. And there's another opinion which holds that during the exile, the mitzvah counting the Omer is only, only rabbinic. But Rabbein Yerucham, he makes a distinction between counting the days and counting the weeks. He says, counting the weeks nowadays is biblical. Sorry, counting the days, thank you. Counting the days is a biblical obligation. But counting the weeks, that's only, only a rabbinical obligation. What's Pshat? You hear what Rabbein Yerucham says? In the midst of to count the Days, mitzvah count the weeks is rabbinic. We could explain this according to what we just explained, according to what we just said, that the focus has to be in the details. Counting the weeks means to change the whole dynamic of how your character traits work, change the general dynamic. Then there is the, the focusing on the details of each character trait. So if we're talking about the details, changing the way you think and speak and act and your character traits involved in all those things, that's a mitzvah that is at all times, every moment of, 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 of existence, there has to be a focus on that. That's a mitzvah which is biblical today too. They're counting, counting, counting the days of the Omer is a biblical obligation. However, counting the weeks means to focus on the general state, the general dynamic of your character traits. It's not about focusing on what you're thinking and saying and doing. It's more about what, how is my chesed, how is my gvur in general. Although there's an advantage in doing this that surpasses focusing on the details, because you're not just going into nitty gritty. Rather, you're elevating the whole way the character trait works. So it's a, it's a higher kind of thing. On the other hand, although it's higher, admittedly it's higher. We're acknowledging that it's a higher kind of thing. It's you're not focusing on the nitty gritty. Rather, you're going two thousand feet up. And you're trying to like uh, just look at the, the the whole way this character trait is working inside of yourself. So on the other hand, since it's higher, yes, it is higher. It's not so relevant to your actions and your thoughts and words. So nowadays we don't have the power to elevate the whole entire character trait. What we have to focus on instead is the details of what, what, how, how we are actually functioning. You understand what the Rini Rucham is saying? Yeah, but more like, uh, like each meter by, by meter, yeah? not, not, the whole, uh, not the whole thing that is uh, categorized by weeks. Right. What, so what's the difference? Rini Rucham says, 
Um, nowadays, the, the mitzvah is to count the days. There's no mitzvah on the weeks. So counting the days, we understand why it's a mitzvah. Why is it a mitzvah? Because Hashem is telling you, I want you to um, change the details in your life. You need to be changed. That's a mitzvah. That's something which we're empowered to do, we're able to do, we need to do. It's, 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 whatever is more critical, Hashem made the world in a way that whatever is more critical is more available. So air is more abundant than water. Water is more abundant than food. Food is more abundant than clothing. Clothing is more abundant than shelter. Whatever is more necessary is, is more available. So transforming the details of our character traits, that's something which is more, more relevant because it's more accessible to us. It's more accessible because it's more important for us to do. However, there's, an, there's another um, kind of thing, which is to not just to, uh, um, to focus on the details that need, they need to be upgraded, but to focus on the whole dynamic of how the character traits are working inside of you. So it, it seems like a more of a, like, as opposed to like, let's say, um, uh, what's, what's, a word, what's Victor Frankl's method of therapy? What's it called? Logotherapy. Just focus on behavior. This is more like a psychotherapy. Going into like, well, how old were you when you, uh, you know, going into the whole your whole, your whole entire life and the details. So, 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 so the, the, there's an advantage. I'm not saying about psychotherapy specifically. I think there's um, uh, some things about there. The, the, the Rebbe made some remarks about it. Uh, I think it's not for everyone, but, um, but the, 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 there's something higher about going deeper. On the other hand, it's not relevant to your behavior as much, and therefore it's not as, as much of a need, and therefore it's not as, as possible to do. So the mitzvah, according to Rehne Ruchim, is to count the days, not to count the weeks, because counting the weeks is something, it's a mitzvah minabonon or binuk mitzvah. There's no mitzvah minatayra, there's no, there's no uh, critical need to focus on the weeks because it's not something which, which we're um, empowered to do, and that's something which, which is as important for us to do because the main thing we need to do is focus on the details, not so much working um, on the business, if you will, but working in the business. L'chaim, l'chaim, l'chaim.